What do you think of the tea? Oh, this is actually really good. Yeah? Yeah, it's got good notes. It's really bold, and oh, it's really good. It's a spot. Anyways, what's it made out of? Seaweed. Oh. This reminds me of a movie you got to see. Oh, what's that? 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. There are movies that you can see, and then there are movies that you gotta see. Pop the popcorn and grab your favorite snack, and join Jim, a former Hollywood visual effects artist, and Michael, just a dude who likes movies, as they sit back and talk about a movie that you gotta see, as well as look at the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. Welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. Jim, how you doing? I'm doing great. Doing good. Yeah. All right. So today is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Is this a movie that we got to see? Yeah. It, you know, we talked about doing this movie. Yeah. We were going to watch this movie. Mm -hmm. And I asked if you owned the movie, and you said no. <laughs> Don't. It's kind of hurt, man. <laughs> It's just like all the movies, all the movies. You don't own this. Movie. This is a rough one. Uh, I do. I, I can see where that would hurt. Um, a little bit. I do have a yeah. plethora of movies. Yeah. And uh, and this is not one of them. And this is like. I'm just going to come right out and say it. this was my top number one movie for years. Mm -hmm. Recently, it's yes. been bumped down the list, but for years. This is yeah. Like numero uno. Yeah. Number one. I yeah I, I see why this yeah this movie is important to you and that's why we're gonna talk about it. All right. Um. But uh. So anyways, well. Well, okay. So the big question is, you just saw it. You haven't seen it. How many times have you seen the movie? I mean, I mean, I can remember seeing it. So as a kid, I mean, it's obviously a movie that I've always known about. Um, I've had relatives. It's one of those movies where your parents or grandparents are like, oh. This is a movie you gotta see. You gotta see this right? movie. And as it's a kid, great. there's a lot of there's not a lot for me as a kid that was like, oh, engage. So I'm right. like, let's fast forward to the squid because that's what I wanna see. I wanna see the creature. I wanna see the monster. And uh so for me it was all about that. Okay, so yeah, because you're more of a monster mm -hmm. guy. Right. And I'm more of a hardware guy. Yeah. So for me, it's all about the Nautilus. The Nautilus. It's yeah. all about this submarine, this cool, so, menacing iron monster yeah that's right because they call it a monster yeah too right so for me i can remember like the i think the very first time i appreciated it and really sat down to really watch it mm -hmm. was actually at your house years ago you were just i think we were wrapping up a a puppet shoot and uh i think my wife was out of town at the time and you're like oh we're getting ready to watch this movie tonight you're welcome to join us and I'm like, all right. Oh, really? I and I came that. over, we watched it, yeah. and that was the first time I had your legendary popcorn. Oh, wow. And um, yeah. so uh, it was a good night, and it, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie watching at that time. And uh, so. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we can talk about, you know, some of the actors right now because, I, you know, as a kid, you don't know actors, you just know characters. Right. 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 As I got older, you know, you start seeing Kurt Douglas and then I really like Peter Laurie. Yeah. And uh I start appreciating the things that he's in. So um Yeah, I mean these are big time nineteen fifties Hollywood icons. Oh yeah. I mean yeah, James Mason, Kurt mm -hmm. Douglas, Peter Laurie, like dang. Yeah, Kurt Douglas is that Hollywood Hollywood tough guy, right? Yeah. Um 
and uh, Peter Lorre. And what no, I know, yeah, Peter Lorre is a monster guy. So, so what's he, he is. So, what's he famous for in the monster world? So, well, I can, I know he's done like Comedy of Terrors. I don't think he was never in like those those like the uh, Universal Monster. He movies. wasn't in, okay. But you know, there's a funny story with him because um, I'm, I'm I'm fascinated with that era of Hollywood, the Universal monsters, and all those actors that were making these movies at the time, and. Uh, they were all friends or, or competitors at the same time. So you got like Bela Lugosi, you got Boris Karloff, uh, you know, uh, Vincent Price. And I guess that when Bela Lugosi died at his funeral, mm-hmm. Peter Lorre and Vincent Price together walked up to, to view the body. And I guess <laughs> in honor of Bela Lugosi, Peter Lorre wore a, a cape. Okay. And walked up and, you know, they, they walked up. And this is, I think, Vincent Price telling the story. And he said, we stared at Bella for a little bit. And all of a sudden, Peter Lorre goes to him and be like, well, should we strike him in the heart with a wooden stick just in case? <laughs> you know? That's um, good. And, uh, but yeah. But no, I like Peter Lorre. And the first time I really got to know who he is is that uh, I did a play that he acted in. And um, Wait, what? Yeah. So when I like was for in. for real? Like, I, like no, I'm got, sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. There was a movie that came out, Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh, yeah, that's a great He played movie. a character. Yeah. I played, I did that play. Oh, he played his character in the movie. Yeah, I didn't play his oh. character, but I was I was, yeah. in, I was in that play. Okay. And so, uh, you know, watching that movie and then seeing him, that was kind of when I was introduced to his genius. And He was in Arsenic and Old Lace? He was, yeah. What, what, he was, what was the other um, creepy guy that was in that movie? The, there was another, he wasn't the only creepy guy. It was like. It was uh, Mortimer. So yeah, so there yeah. were two guys. There was the yeah. two brothers. Yeah, and then the uh, the creepy brother, the bad guy, and then he was like the henchman to the bad guy. All right. Yeah, Harry Grant, mm-hmm. or Snake and Old Lazy. I need to see that again. It's been a yeah, long. It's a great movie. It's been a long time. Fantastic movie. Yeah. But, uh, Do I have to see it? I think so. I think everyone should see that everyone movie. Should know and it's not a very popular, you know. No. Or Snake and Old Lace, and you think like, oh, yeah, that sounds boring. I get it. Cause it's got like you think old ladies, <laughs> old ladies. I want to see old lady movie. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I and well, then Kirk Douglas movie. is just yeah. He's he's the Hollywood action man at that time. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, yeah. All right, where do we start? Well, let me ask you: Why do you love this movie so much? I think a lot of it has to do with. I'm just gonna say it, the Nautilus. Nautilus, yeah. It's just an incredible, it's this mysterious, menacing submarine that looks like a monster. Okay. Um, the production design is just. Well, let me ask you. So, how room. old? How old were you when you first saw this movie? Okay, I probably saw it. I remember seeing it in elementary school. Okay. Of all of all places, where we would have like movie movie day or movie afternoon, and and the teachers would roll out the projector the projector right big yeah and they would rent the the you know the 35 millimeter film reels mm-hmm. and spool those things up and i just remember that opening scene and the opening's interesting because the opening credits is on uh, it's like on a curtain it's like mm-hmm. on a, like a theatrical curtain and then it's overlaid with that water effect yeah light effect and i just remember you know the curtain coming up and then just you know seeing the you know, model sailing ship coming out 
this thing comes up out of the water with the glowing green eyes and just yeah. boom yeah, takes it cool. out yeah i just totally remember that i see um but yeah sailing ships and submarines and monsters and uh just just love the movie just so one thing it's i think it's important to remember about this this story because i mean i've grown up where submarines are just i mean there's a submarine ride at disneyland and submarines are common throughout the whole world right right and i'm sure even when you were a kid you knew what a submarine was right but when this book was written you know it was it wasn't very common and written by who jules verne jules verne right, right. Yeah. yeah the time traveling man but uh time traveling man you've never heard that theory they say like he's no. a time traveler. That's why he had, he came up with all these ideas. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a theory. But uh, yeah, so he writes this, and so the whole story takes place of like a submarine is like the stuff of legend. Like it's just well, yeah, because he wrote this in the you know what mid eighteen hundreds, mm-hmm. so it's Victorian science fiction, which is yeah. super cool, and I mm-hmm. always kind of like that too. Um, and then at the time when this movie was. Well, the time period of the movie, yeah, no same thing. Same no, thing. They yeah. had no idea what a submarine was, so everybody it's assumed all theory. Yeah, they right? just assumed it was a monster. Yeah, yeah, which was cool because I mean, look at look at it. It looks like a monster. It looks like a giant shark. It's got the eyes. It's got, got the like, eyes. Yeah. yeah, coming up out of the water, you just see the little yep. the, the eyes the, sticking the up there. Rigid. I mean, that's just this is horrifying. And so yeah. yeah, so like no one ever thinks that only another ship could take out another ship. Or a monster. Like a monster, those are your two right. options, right? Yeah. A monster or another ship. And yet it was this crazy submarine that didn't shoot, right? It wasn't like it shooting just ripped, through, it the just holes ripped the, yeah. through them. And so, that's what the, the cool part of that, this design is that, yeah, it's a ship killer. I mean, it's yeah. got like sawed tooth front end on it. Yeah. It's like all it has to do is hit the the area where all the, the keg powder is. Yeah. And then it's going to destroy the ship. Yeah. So. Yeah, that opening scene was, was is pretty cool, yeah. and and you can imagine again if you put yourself in the time period, you're on a ship and you see like those green eyes come out of the water. Yeah, it's a monster. It's a monster. Yeah, but yeah, though that that Nautilus is is it's cool, and I I do like the way it takes out other ships. It's just ramming speed, you know, just rips right through them. Just rips right through them. Yeah. Well, I guess we should what, talk about like what the movie's about for our our listening audience yeah. that has no idea what's going on. <laughs> is it a monster? Is it not? All right. You want you want to take this part? I don't know. You go for it. Is it? All, All right. right, I'll go. You all go. Right. Tell us tell all us. Right. Okay. Michael, what is this movie all about? Well, the movie is about uh the submarine who uh is taking out ships and you know people are panicking. There's, you know, the legend, there's a legend of a monster out in the, the high seas. And so um, a professor and his apprentice are looking for ways to go because they want to, they just want to go look. And I, I think, if I remember correctly, the professor is like a believer. Like he's a big, big on, he believes in monsters. He believes in like the mysteries of the deep. Oh yeah, he's got a, and he, he has is, an open mind. He's, he's like, got an open mind, yeah, right? He wants yeah. to go looking for that, so. He's looking for a ship, and then you've got this guy named Ned, who is like a harpooner. So he's like the the Quint, right, from Jaws. Yeah, he's, like there's anyone that's going to take out this monster. We need Ned, which is Ned. Kurt Douglas, right? 
And uh, so they're going out to look for this thing, right. this monster, mm-hmm. sea With, creature on other warships, right? So it's almost becoming a thing where, you know, if you want fame, let's go hunt this monster, right? So, and I don't think Ned Ned's not a believer. I think he's just like he's just looking for the next kill. Yeah. So. Um, and then so they get on a boat, and of course they run into the Nautilus, and the Nautilus takes them out, and them, the professor, the apprentice, and Ned are their only survivors, and they get picked up where they find the Nautilus, and they realize it's not a monster at all, and in fact it's a submarine. It's a submarine. Yeah. What is the apprentice's name? I, I have a hard time like remembering like Peter Laurie's character. Yeah. It's like, uh, it starts with a C. Oh my gosh, that could have been a trivia question. I can't think of his name. Wow, I should have. I would, I would have not thought in a million years you wouldn't have known that. Professor Aranak. Yeah. It's like Callus, Salus, Caius. Yeah, what was his name? I can look it up. But, um. They must not have said his name very many no, times in the movie. They didn't. Um, his name is. Peter Lorre. Peter Lorre. <laughs> He, they must have said it's it. Consul. Yeah, Consul. Consul. Yeah. Consul? Isn't that, isn't that more of a title than a name? Consul? Consul? I guess. Oh, yeah, C O N S E L. Wow. Consul? Consul. He's French. Professor Aronach, the Consul. Yeah. Okay, so this submarine boat is piloted by Captain Nemo. Captain Nemo. And his, his crew of. Of uh, sailors, sailors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wanted to say that they were they're loyal. His loyal. His oh well, yeah, they're loyal, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But um, they're very loyal. And then and, and Captain Nemo is basically obviously not a monster. It's a submarine, and he's going around and he's destroying. taking these ships out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's like yeah, the whole premise of the story. So and then eventually, yeah, those guys they get on the boat or the the submarine and they kind of learn who Captain Nemo is. So let's talk about Captain Nemo first off. Well, first I want to talk about the dinner scene. Yeah. So that is an interesting scene. And and what I got out of this movie too is uh or I can see where like Pirates of the Caribbean took a lot of their stuff. Yeah. You know, in two scenes in particular, like, you know, him him playing at the organ. Right. Right. And then um, when Kurt Douglas, when Ned goes into the the jungle, he's like, oh, the cannibals. And then he comes running back out, running on the beach. I mean, that's from Pirates, too. Yeah. So, uh, or, yeah, they got, you know, Pirates took it from them. So, very uh, impactful movie. Right. Well, okay. So, the Nautilus itself was designed by Harper Goff, who is a... Imagineer, Disneyland Imagineer, more of a designer, I guess. Um, but yeah, he designed obviously the Nautilus, but he also his work is in you know like the Jungle Cruise and and different uh, you know rides at Disneyland. You can see his work. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Harper Goff. Harper Goff. Yeah, he's got he's got his name on one of the windows on Main Street. So he's a big time Imagineer. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was uh, Disney's buddy. I know that when when Walt Disney and him were talking about doing the film, and you know Walt brought him on to design the Nautilus, and Walt's idea for the submarine was going to be this 
futuristic, smooth, cigar-shaped kind of a mm. thing. And then like Harper's like, no, 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 no. It's got to be completely different. Uh, you know, it was like a Friday. So I'm gonna, he basically he left and, and built his little prototype over the weekend and brought it to show Walt. Oh, wow. And Walt is like, that's it. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's it's, cool. It's this elegant sort of creature-looking industrial covered in rivets, but the inside's this... It's this, you know, very homey. Yeah, it's <laughs> very, this big, yeah, this big, very luxurious, yeah, luxurious yeah. Victorian era type. So, yeah, <laughs> that was one thing about uh, you know Nemo, is that he he completely loves under the sea, right? He says something like, "It's like the most, it's and under here. There's no, what taking. There's no nothing. It's just I'm here, and uh, for all the stuff that he love, he does not love about Earth or society." He does like a really bougie interior yeah. of the Nautilus. Yeah. So um, he's got all his crushed red velvet uh, <laughs> upholstered furniture, right? And, yeah, and gold leaf uh, little accents on everything. And so, so yeah. let's let's talk about the dinner scene. So, okay. So Nemo, he does get them to come and he's gonna have a meal with them, mm-hmm. and uh, so the whole idea is they're eating this meal, which looks extravagant right yeah and it's really good yeah and they're asking him well how you know how can you set such a table mm-hmm. you know in aboard this submarine you know yeah you don't have a farm you don't you know you know and he says oh everything here is from the ocean floor everything here is from the sea see yeah so, so, <laughs> the james cagney kind of sound like a james i guess cagney. it was kind of but uh yeah so yeah the the blow that's like blowfish brisket yeah so my question is, is all this stuff they're eating, was it good? Or did it, like, did they make it taste like a brisket? Well, they, they started eating it and then they... The minute were, they, they found out, they right? They started questioning, like, oh, well, this is this is delicious. How did you prepare such a meal? Yeah. So it must have tasted pretty good. Yeah, so, so they were all enjoying it. And the minute they said it's seafood, Kurt Douglas was like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I want real food. Because I don't know. think seafood was, like, real popular in that that era no that my time. guess is it was like common people food right it was like food you can get really easily so especially or, or for him it, or they just thought it was disgusting yeah i don't know and then yeah he's eating the pudding which he's eating yeah yeah so he finds out what it is unborn octopus yeah uh, the pudding did look pretty gross it though. did yeah. it did you should have known better yeah but, but he yeah was, but he wasn't disgusted when he took a bite no he's just like what is it he wasn't yeah. like Ugh start gagging and say what is it he just yeah yeah so everything they were eating they get from the sea and that's when they say hey we're gonna go to an island and then we're gonna get more food there and they're like oh great we'll wait for the island yeah but they didn't know that the island's actually underwater and they're harvesting more 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 (laughs) more seafood (laughs) more seafood yeah yeah that was funny that was good well let's talk about captain nemo like how cool is he how cool is he? Okay. He's just cool, okay, right? Okay. I mean, I think he's cool. Yeah, yeah. He's very sophisticated, and I don't know. I just think he's like really cool. I mean, he created this thing, right? Yeah. He created yeah. the Nautilus, and I think the the most impressive thing was is the how he actually powers it, right? Yeah. Because I think that's what he was afraid of. He was afraid of that information ever getting out. Yeah, so he basically discovered nuclear power. Yes, and they never really said they nuclear. don't call it that. No, he, he just un- but he, this... he discovered the 
the mystery of the universe, the mm -hmm. mysterious power of the universe, which is basically, I guess, splitting atoms. Right. So he figured out how to, how to do that and realized how much energy that you can get out of it, that it would revolutionize the world hmm. or destroy it. Or destroy it. Yeah. So he didn't want, he didn't want his, his, uh, knowledge out he didn't want people to know about it I, I think he he knew it would be destroyed yeah like he just knew like the world will be destroyed if, if this ever gets out yeah um so he was content by just having the one one thing in a safe mm -hmm. so here submarine ocean floor mine. so is there is there like a backstory with nemo i mean other than what we know in the movie but before that was he like a scientist a doctor how did he come up with this stuff you know i don't know i don't think they get into it i know that he he was taken he was taken prisoner mm -hmm. and some bad people wanted his information they wanted his smarts right and he wouldn't give it to him and they tortured his family which at that point he's just he's just messed up yeah Killed his family. It was tortured yeah, and tortured killed. Him to, tortured and killed, yeah. 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 And so basically he's out, you know, he's he's crafted this submarine with his expertise and found a way to hide away from the world under the ocean, which is kind of like being in space, but you can't get to space, so in the ocean, right? Yeah. But then he's also on this, this uh, vendetta. Like this, this bloody path of revenge. Yeah, he's going to try to stop the seeds of war by yeah. attacking warships that are transporting weapons and gunpowder mm -hmm. and so that's kind of his yeah so his, his reason to be his reason to so one of the the backstory i think what put him on the or after yeah his family was killed he was arrested and put on the island as a slave camp right mm. and that's another one of his things that these things are just horrendous these slave camps and you know they're like the the worst thing humanity's ever done and so he was able to escape with a few of the men and go to the island of, do you know? Volcania. Volcania. Good. That's not one of my questions. No. Um, but it's cool, right? It's like this volcano-shaped island that you can't get into. Yeah. you got to go under through a tunnel. Yeah. But And they were able to build this thing. Yeah. And so to craft all that they needed to, to build the, the Nautilus, to create the thing. So, yeah, so I wonder, was he a scientist? Was he a doctor? Was he, how did he come about this knowledge? I mean, obviously sophisticated. Yeah. Did, yeah. You know. I think he's just one of those guys that are, that are thinkers and he thinks beyond science and, you know, how the universe is formed and what makes up things and, I don't know what the science was at the time. Did they know about atoms? Did they know about, you know, how far back does the research of atomic energy go? Energy and molecules and stuff. I don't know. But again, like this was written by Jules Verne, who just knew that there had to have been some sort of energy like that eventually would be made. Yeah, because they never right? said it was nuclear. So he wouldn't have known either of any concept. It just happened. He just happened to discover. Some untapped energy. Untapped mystery of the universe, some yeah. energy. So I wonder if in the original book that's what it if that's what it was and they mm. they made it something different different. Yeah. Because I know Walt Disney was all about nuclear energy and the wave of the future and wave of the future. The genie. He was kind of like this genie sort of power sort of thing where we can power everything in the future. The atomic. Hmm. 
energy. Yeah. How wrong they were. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could, but. No, well, I mean, that's the thing, though. I think atomic energy is something that is, it's clean and it's efficient. People are just afraid to use it. Yeah. That's one one mess up. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Did, did you see, there was a, um, was, was it a Bill Gates science thing? Like the mind of, where he actually went and like researched power. Um, hmm nuclear power plants and stuff and actually got together with scientists and, and basically convinced him basically. And they were saying, no, we can do this now. We can have clean, efficient, safe power. It's possible. Hmm. This isn't like a technology that's like, you know, ancient or, ancient. or yeah. Yeah. I mean the problems they had in or the unattainable. Are, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's like, cause, cause doesn't France has a two, they have two power generating stations, don't they? Yeah. I don't know. Going back to his, you know, Volcania, that is, I think I wish something we would have spent a little bit more time in. Like I would have liked to seen what was in that base. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, it is cool. Like you go underneath and you're up in the base, but then he, he goes in, but you never see him go inside. I mean, you see him go inside, but you never see what's inside the base. Right. So, I mean, if his, submarine looks the way it does i can't imagine yeah what, what that the, base of operations yeah. looks like what is this shop like? i mean at yeah. one point there's like a like a satellite dish yeah, i did notice that right? yeah there's a satellite dish so it's like yeah okay. so what's, what's he beaming what's what's he uh yeah. communicating with but yeah that, that would probably be like a mad scientist shop but but yeah we only get a couple minutes there and we'd like to see more of that so, all right. Well, let's talk about my favorite thing. Okay. The squid. The like, squid attack. The squid's your favorite thing? Yeah. Because well, it's a monster. It's a monster. Yeah. It's so, I mean, no, as an adult, I, yeah. I think my favorite thing is the Nautilus. That is super cool. But yeah. as a kid, and I like this, the squid attack scene. And, yeah. You know, it's this giant squid. Gonna, so you got this man made monster versus nature's monster. Right. And uh, they have it out. Yeah. I guess the thing, the thing about this movie is everything throughout the whole thing seems very real. Submarine seems real. All the hardware, all the tech, everything's real. And then you get to the squid. And it's kind of hokey. It's kind of like old-timey monster movie squid, which is still cool, right? Yeah. It's still cool, but it's still, it's still a little on the hokey side. I don't know. It, it takes a lot of hokiness for me to like not appreciate it. It is cool. I mean, especially so, for the time that it was done. It, it yeah. Cool. I mean, I can still watch, you know, like old Godzilla movies and still be into it. Knowing that like, yeah, these models and everything's so small, but yeah, I, I yeah, I just, I, I enjoy it. I like it and doesn't bother me so much, but um, I mean, I, I mean, they really got that beak going and the, you know, the, the tentacles coming in. Yeah. And, you know, there, there, there's that one like small room in the, in the Nautilus, like that little, um, I wouldn't say like a waiting room almost before you walk up the stairs. Yeah. And you know, he's in there telling all his men like, all right, you're going to go against one of the most fearsome. And the beasts tentacle comes seas. down the stairs. Yeah. And starts smacking yeah. them around. Kind of yeah. reminded me of like War of the Worlds and yeah, yeah. start taking them out. And yeah. So, yeah, I like that scene. So, th so I have a, did you know, and you probably do. But did you know that that scene was originally supposed to be done 
at dusk in calm waters. Yes. Oh, you did know that. Did okay. Know that. The sunset squid. The sunset, sunset squid. squid. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of those things where they wanted to do something different, mm-hmm. you know, and then they probably pictured this sort of magical sunset and like this, but it just didn't work. Didn't work. It just didn't work. Have you seen the footage of it? No. Oh, okay. Uh, but I did. So another part of that story is, is that, well, there's two stories. Yeah. I'm wondering which side do you land on? Okay. So one is that, uh, well, Disney came in and gave them the idea like, oh, just do it at night during a storm. And then they're like, oh, okay, let's do try that. And then another was, I can't remember who it was, but it was just another person that suggested that. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it was a producer or an Imagineer or someone. Um, but yeah, I don't know which one suggested it, but it was, they came in, but yeah, at night you be able to hide all your ropes and your, yeah, all these things. So and that's, yeah, that's how you do it when you don't have a, <laughs> when you don't have digital technology. When you don't have digital to, technology. Yeah. Okay. But even, okay. Let's say that, that they did have digital technology. Would that fight have been as cool? Or would it still look kind of goofy at sunset? The the fight. If- I don't know if the sunset necessarily would have been. Although you didn't different. see it, right? I didn't. It looked, it looked I I think weird. more of like the calm waters would have made it look weird. Yeah. Like it 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 has to be like you know you got these, in a sense these two forces duking it out. You got nature versus man made things. And yeah. It needs to be tumultuous, like you know water splashing everywhere and, yeah. um. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, like I said, I didn't see it, but if sunset, um, I don't know if that necessarily was made it hokey or just that it was calm waters. I don't know. It was, yeah. The whole, the whole scene was calm except yeah. for this monster, which looked puppeteered, couldn't hide anything. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So would you say that this movie doesn't have a, like a lot of laugh out loud moments? No, I think it has. I think it has some good moments. Well, one of my favorite ones is during this scene when yeah. one of the guy gets knocked down. Yeah. Inside, and they're like Kurt Douglas, who doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. He. That's another thing. So yeah, eventually he gets arrested because he's the rebel. He keeps wanting to get yeah, off the boat. To, yeah, he's trying to. And uh, uh, escape. He like uh, he walks in on the guy who got knocked out. And he's got all those sucker marks on his face. <laughs> he goes, yeah. "Hey, oh, what's going on here? Are you okay?" <laughs> and yeah. then. He just kind of walks up the stairs with his little knife, yeah. right? But uh, it's like all these men are fighting this giant thing, and he walks yeah. walks into a fight, something very small. Yeah, cracks me up. Well, that's a lot of good lines in it. Yeah. When when he's uh, he's he's uh, he got the bottles with the uh, specimens in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinks it. He drinks it. Swallows the specimen. <laughs> that was a Flobulina oculina. Ugh. Poor little fella. Yeah. yeah. There's some funny stuff in the movie, I think. Yeah. Some good lines. That was a good line. Yeah. That was also one of my uh, trivia questions. So. Oh, the probably leader, Oculina. Yeah. Oh, wow. Appreciate knowing now. And what about Nemo's pet? Nemo's dog. Esmeralda. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, that was one thing that I was, I was reading about this movie that I guess that all the stars like kept herring in their pocket oh so they could be buds with the well uh, yeah so whenever they wanted to film the scene yeah. to reward it it was like they give it a herring and yeah like the, all their costumes smelled horrible oh yeah yeah and i guess they were laughing because uh that james mason 
is like you know he was like the the big kind not i don't know if he was like the big star but like the most um like the actor's actor yeah out of this this these group of people yeah he was and the most they, admired on the set right, like yeah. yeah super professional big he's a big deal he yeah. was the big deal he was the big deal yeah and uh, I guess they would give him a hard time, like, oh, you're such a great actor, and yet here you are with fish in your pockets, just like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. All right, so you think Nemo, going back to Nemo, just, uh, so you think he's cool. You don't, don't think know, he's man. crazy at all? I don't think he's crazy. I think he's, I think he's a little upset. <laughs> Just a little bit, right? Well, I mean, come on. Enough he, to build this thing and go on a rampage. I know, I know. He's, he's done with humanity, which uh-huh. makes sense. You okay. know, his family was killed. People are constantly fighting each other. Wars and slavery and torture. And he's like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm done. Uh-huh. I'm going to escape. He's going to use his smarts and escape into a submarine. And then but, terrorize and destroy me. Uh, my, but yeah, but he's, not like, but he's not like crazy. Like he's like killing innocent people. Well, yeah. Yeah, innocent people are dying. Would you have considered the professor and his apprentice an innocent person? By luck, they survived that attack. It wasn't like... Okay, the- no, no, no. I get what you're saying. But I mean, his it's, it's more of a... More of a- like a like a war it's like okay. it's like it's a battle it's like right. this battle for humanity by by taking out this what what does he say he says like it's like i don't see these dead people i don't see the the death on this ship i see the thousands that are going to be that are going to die yeah here's my thing he's saving lives there's a very but fine see, he's line he's saving lives he's saving yeah. more lives by taking okay. out the ship he is he is this close to being a superhero villain Right? No, he's not. Come that on! Close. Look, he builds this thing. He has a tragic story, sure. Okay, a lot but of yeah, but did he did he builds build, this thing? Did he build it because for the purpose of? I guess he did. <laughs> or he, did he build it just to get away? I mean, look, there's a hero out there that would eventually come and like had to fight him. Had you know the ending not ended the way it did? I guess he did build a weapon with yeah with comfortable furniture. <laughs> yeah. He's just a, uh, you know. A, right. I mean, I don't know. Think, oh, go back to what the just... Emperor and Vader wanted to do. They wanted to bring peace and sustainability to the galaxy. So let's build the Death Star so that nobody does any shenanigans anymore. The same thing. Let's talk about Ned. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Ned. Let's talk about Ned. I know. I just like Captain Nemo. I like his character. I, I, I mean, hey, I, I like Darth I Vader. Want, I, want, I want the smoking jacket. I want a smoking jacket. <laughs> Yeah, there are a ton of movie villains I I love, so yeah, I, just, I get it. He's a cool he's a cool yeah. character. Okay, yeah, he's on a mission <laughs> to kill and destroy. He's, in, he's involved in this war. Yeah, to help. Man, I hope I didn't just like destroy your childhood. No. no. <laughs> All right, so Ned. Ned. Ned is. I love Ned. Ned's great. Yeah. He's he's a he's a simple guy. He's a harpooner. Mm-hmm. You know. But from the beginning, yeah, he knew something was up with Nemo. Yeah, right. Never trusted him. He always wanted off the boat. He wanted to muzzle him. He just wanted to muzzle him. Yeah. yeah, Ned was Ned was on to him the whole time. Ned's a fun guy. Yeah, plays yeah. the guitar. Plays his little song. Probably someone you want as your neighbor, right? Oh, he'd be a great neighbor. He'd be a right? great neighbor. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. If you had to pick, uh, yeah, if you were gonna pick, would you want Captain Nemo as your neighbor, or 
Oh no, because he's gonna—he might kill you. If I do the wrong thing, if he wasn't, if he wasn't maniacal, right. I think he's kind of a cool guy. Well, if I offer him like if he was nice, if Captain Nemo was nice, yeah, I guess Ned would be fun. But nah, but Nemo would probably come up with some cool things. He right? is cool. You know, if money were no object, I would I would completely build this the interior of the Nautilus as a as a room as a room in my house with I mean, the with the organ. Yeah, yeah, yeah the whole yeah. salon with the big windows and the deep aquariums and then all the oh that would be cool. Yeah, right? yeah, like a, like that would be your aquarium that you open up and then shh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a little fountain in there and maybe like some mannequins. That, that would are be doing that, that would be on my list of things to create. That's when you have stupid money. When I have right? stupid money, yeah. that would be that. That's hands down. That would just be. That would be cool. Yeah, I even thought about like even taking it further, like actually building like a big section of the Nautilus, and then having like a big pool in my backyard where it's actually submerged in it. Oh, like the Nautilus is in the pool. Yeah, and you actually go down in the Nautilus, and you're. Oh, that right. would be cool. So you go like go up through that little pressurized yeah. tube. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, you could do that, but I would probably just. You know, I don't want to get wet. I just go up to the top. <laughs> oh, so it's like Disneyland. It's just floating. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the tops. Yeah, Got it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. See, that would be cool. Take away a lot of your swimming room, but it'd be cool. No, it's a big pool. Oh, okay. It yeah. might even be room for a squid. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, no, that's my Yeah. That's my movie. If I had stupid if you money. Had stupid stupid money. money. I would create that. That's a good one. That's a good one. And I, I almost wonder if there's someone in this world that's done that. You know, or at least, at least maybe not the whole room, but at least that, like that, that viewing I have a friend, as, a, as an aquarium. I have a friend that did, uh, his home, he has like a small home movie theater hmm. that he did the inside of, like the Nautilus. Oh, okay. Not crazy with the, you know, the big curved walls and stuff, but all the detailing and stuff was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, that's neat. Yeah. yeah. What we're talking about? Oh, Ned is your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. So if Ned was your neighbor, he'd just sing his songs and Yeah, he'd sing like sea chanties and He seems like a guy that would help you like move a piano. Oh yeah. Yeah. He'd complain about it, but he'd still help you out. Yeah. You know, and he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. And sing his songs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was one thing. Um so I uh watched this movie with my kids. You did. Um, it's rated G, by the way. It's rated G, yeah. and actually, I started watching it without them, and then so they they came in while I was watching it. Oh, and it it it, it, it drew ho- them in. It hooked, it hooked them. them. Okay. Yeah, they were like, you know, they're into it. So, um, Dad, this is that submarine's cool. That that squid's dumb, but the submarine's cool. And then yeah, no, yeah, you know what? My kids actually appreciate monsters. Yeah, yeah. No, so I they're when I was just messing. Yeah, with they, they 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 they're they're okay. They can just you know yeah. separate their disbelief yeah but uh they um so we were watching it and uh what was it oh when they get to the island to uh you know harvest things and and they're we're watching it and they're saying oh you know because they watch the the dinner scene and like yeah. all that fish food and they're like oh okay great i said yeah so now they're going to the island to get more food and then when it shows the 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 underwater people like walking the sea turtles. Oh yeah. That's kind of sad. That broke my daughter's heart. And then, and I couldn't walk back on it cause I completely forgot on, forgot yeah. about that scene. Yeah. And she's like, wait, are they gonna, 
are they gonna eat those turtles i'm like no i think they're taking them taking them as pets and then she goes no no you said they're they're going to get food yeah and i'm like well, yeah yeah they're gonna they're gonna eat those turtles i mean they gotta eat to survive right and she was just like and i think what it was is they had to <laughs> the fact that it was like real turtles yeah <laughs> yeah they weren't like fake rubber turtles they were like real ones and they looked yeah sad. so there was a little bit of a i got a you know it's like look look they don't have cows right those yeah are, those are their cows yeah and well her she was really good she goes well i'm glad those things are protected nowadays because yeah you can't touch those those sea turtles oh no no that's big time fine that's big time but uh no turtle soup for no you. turtle soup no so it must yeah. be pretty good because i always hear people talk about turtle soup i mean yeah i've heard i've heard people Turtle. I think I'd pass. It's a thing. It's a thing. It is a thing. Lobsters. They got lobsters. There's a lot of lobsters. A lot of lobsters. Yeah. They didn't look like lobsters. Though. No. When you look at them, they look like some other weird bug. Underwater no. bug thing. But that's good eating. Yeah. So. Wait, you like lobster? I do like lobster. I think lobster's overrated. Crab is overrated. Crab, to me, is too much work for what it tastes oh. getting all that meat out yeah. all right anywho all right so we talk we we're, we keep talking about the fine dining of <laughs> seafood ocean floor yeah turtle meat all Can, right. let's talk about the cannibals like he goes on the island right and and uh captain nemo warns him you know there's cannibals on that island that's like yeah yeah right i'm just trying to escape because that was the one island he was like yeah sure go ahead yeah you want to escape go for it go for it yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'll let you go to the land so he wanders into the uh, jungle he's, he leans down to get a drink of water looks up he sees the, the skulls, skulls. And the spears and, he's like, and he starts hearing the war drums and yeah you may chase him all the way to the on, boat all the way to the boat and he has that magical yeah. electrocution thing. Yeah. So I guess there was a, a movie goof on that scene. So if anyone was going to go back and watch this scene, look for, I guess, one of the, the main guy that's coming down. Yeah. You can see like, he left his wedding band on. <laughs> and so. What if it's not like a, what if it's an island guy band? I guess they didn't, they didn't. They didn't, they didn't do didn't, that. With jewelry. Band. Yeah. It was all so. sticks and rope. Yeah. And palm branches and so stuff. and then he shot Those are them. the cleanest cut looking native people though they're very clean very very clean, clean. Yeah. yeah looks yeah. like they've they have showers on that island yeah so but yeah that was a funny scene it was pretty it was good just... it was comical they did a lot of those like it's shocking me but i'm gonna stand here and jump up and down funny right and, like like i'm on a hot plate like yeah ah. yeah, yeah. So that was good yeah yeah but yeah that is I like that scene because it's it's a uh, Ned who been wanting his freedom the whole movie. Yeah. Right. Finally gets it, but is now begging to go back. Yeah. <laughs> to be to be captive again. Yes. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about next? Jim's movie magic. Oh, movie magic. What you got? Okay, so. It was just a little bit of information that I, I came upon years ago. Um, I visited the home of Bob Burns. Mm-hmm. He's sort of an old, old school makeup artist. 
how do we describe this guy? Amazing. He start, started well. He started off his career as like you know putting on gorilla suits and and doing you know working in B movies and mm. being monsters and stuff. You'll see him like on documentaries, like sci-fi documentaries. He's kind of he sort of became a, a collector of of uh, you know various models and props and stuff. So, anyways, I, I had an opportunity to visit his his home uh, museum. Mm. And he had all just cool stuff. He had, uh, you know, like Gort from the day the earth stood still. Oh. He had all these different kind of like, you know, costumes. He had the original time machine. The, the, oh, uh, no way. Yeah, he had that. Crazy story about how he got that. Um, <laughs> That's a big piece. Yeah. And he had, um, i trying to think what else that was iconic. Uh, Terminator 2, uh, Terminator, like the Sulaco spaceship and the Hunter Killers and a bunch of stuff from that. All kinds of crazy monster masks. Uh, but anyways, he had he had a couple helmets, diving helmets from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Mm. I was like, "Oh, these is great. Are these replicas? You know?" And and uh, I said, "Nope, that's the real thing. That's the real oh, deal." Right. I was like, "How did you get a hold of that?" <laughs> and he says, "Well, he wasn't the one that did it, but he had an associate. Because at the time, you can go to the Walt Disney Studios and their pop department and rent stuff. Mm-hmm. The guy went to the studios, rented a couple helmets, went home." made a mold, made a copy. Mm. And he took the copies, returned them to the studio, <laughs> and kept the originals. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, and the studio didn't know, and they probably yeah. wouldn't care. You know, but yeah. So yeah, they were the real deal. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So did, was he still alive when you went and visited him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think he died in, what, 93, I think. He's famous for doing um, these crazy Halloween um, displays. Huh. Because of his, because he has all these friends that worked in, you know, the film industry, makeup guys and special effects guys, and uh, and he was able to borrow a lot of stuff. He one year he did a display that was uh, based on aliens, and he was able to rent, borrow a lot of the props from the movie, a lot of the, the face huggers and like the queen alien. Oh, and that that's kind of cool. Stuff. Um, and then he, there's I've seen pictures of him putting together his Hollywood thing. And like Dennis Murin's in the, in there with him working and, you know, some of the other big time, uh, special effect art, special effects artists would get together mm. at Bob's house for Halloween. And his thousands of people would come by and look at his, you know, his display, really cool stuff. That's neat. But yeah, he started to get, uh, he just knew everybody in, in the industry and they would just give him stuff, you know, props from models and props and things. And, uh, he had a good reputation with the studios, and it's like if they ever needed something, you know, he would, you know, loan it back to him, and then he would just get it back. Hmm. He had the um, uh, the Sula, uh, no, what was the uh, the ship from Alien, the derelict space spacecraft, the big horseshoe one. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so from the original movie, the big horseshoe spacecraft, um. He got, he got, basically they gave it to him because it's like, we got to get rid of this stuff. So it's too big. It's too big. So uh, a truck, you know, drove to his property that dropped it off in his driveway and the big arm broke. It's like broke and kind of just snapped. Um, and then years later, I don't know how many years later, but James Cameron came through and said he wanted to use it again for, for aliens, for the movie Aliens. And he's like, so Bob's like, well, we need to fix this thing, you know, because it's broken. And James Cameron's like, no, no, I like it. It's, that's probably how it crashed, and that's the big that's the big hole where they would go oh, in, wow. where they would go inside to get inside the spacecraft. So they just used it as is. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then when they were done, he took it back to his house. 
Yeah, so well, they didn't even. So a broken piece is what made the aliens. Because I know that scene. That's the scene where the two parents walk in. Yeah. To the to the ship. Yeah. Yeah. That's you just, cool. you just, cool. just use it as is. Yeah. And he was, you know, he's a great guy. Everybody liked him, and and they would, yeah, they would just literally just give him stuff. Oh, I got these leftover models. Oh, I got this stuff. Oh, I got, yeah. He was. I think guy. if I ever, I mean, probably for you as well, if we ever were curators of a museum, it would definitely be like something like that, like a prop. Yeah. A prop museum. That's neat. Yeah. Cool It'd be stuff. a good time. All right. Well. Let's talk about the bigger theme. The bigger theme. Yeah, we've been kind of all over the place with this and just sharing our favorite moments and stuff. So so this goes along the lines of Nemo's intentions, right? You mean, you mean the cool guy in the movie? The cool guy. Yeah. The, the cool, know, cool, somewhat villain. villain. I don't know. Well, debatable. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to say he's not cool. He is cool. He's cool like Darth Vader. He is cool. I should I should say should have said that. Um, okay. And uh, so he, like we said, that his whole he's his life was tragic. Lost his family. He was taken aboard a slave. He saw the worst in humanity. Right? There's n- nothing worse. So that was like his motivation in building this thing and and getting rid of it. And one thing we didn't say is that. Um, so they were really big on, they only attack ships without a flag. So yeah. So in a sense, they weren't attacking, um, innocent ships. They were only attacking the ships with, that didn't bear a flag unless those ships fired upon him. And if they fired upon him, then he would attack them. Right. And that's, so yeah. that was kind of like his rules of yeah. engagement. Yeah. Um, so in a sense he has... I think we can all like sympathize with where he's coming from. We can all be like, yeah, I mean, you saw the worst of it. Like it, you know, you lost your family. You've seen those slave camps. You, you barely escaped with your, with your men. Um, so you could sympathize with that and you can say like, Oh, look, I get why you're upset. I get why you're doing this. So in a sense, it's like this idea of righteous anger, Mm -hmm. right? So is, is anger, is anger okay to have? And I know that we've, you know, as Christians, we, we like to point to what Jesus did in the temple and he, you know, Jesus being fully God, but also fully man, he experienced emotions just like we do. And he walks into the temple and he sees all this stuff going on, which is basically church people ripping innocent people off, mm-hmm. right? They're, you know, they're saying you need to give us this money and this amount of money if you want to be okay with God. And again, like one of the worst thing that, that the church has right now is it's people. (laughs) And that's how it's been throughout all history. Like people will judge Jesus based off of church people. And, um, which is a shame. Um, but also it shows us like kind of the gravity that we hold as Christians and as how, you know, we, we need to show the world the best parts of Jesus. So, however, so Jesus goes into the temple, sees those people, and what does he do? He flips over the tables. He starts kind of beating them with the whip, saying, get out of here. You've turned my father's house into a den of thieves. And we all look at that and be like, yeah, that's righteous anger. That is, that is good. It's justified. It's justified. So there are a ton of things that we can see as justified 
in our in our life and 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 to a point we can see Nemo uh his anger is somewhat justified right or we can maybe agree and sympathize that it is yeah. but uh I think the theme is here is that um it it's corruptible right Jesus and I think the difference is is that like look if we were to come to church you know, our church where you know where we work at um and we see something going on that's not good we have like all these shady characters that are taking money from our people or or what and we do exactly what Jesus does is it the same and i would argue no it's not and the the disconnect is that Jesus he did righteous anger but if we were to do that where Jesus is perfect Jesus isn't going to be he doesn't have any sin in him. He's perfect. Where if we were to do the exact same thing, we run the chance of maybe, oh, I like whipping this guy. Or, oh, I feel this power. Okay, so it's like being angry without sinning. Right. Yeah. I don't think we can do that. You don't think we could do it? No. You don't think you could pull it off? I don't. I think, well, I, I think the possibility of sin is always there. Right. And corruptibility. Yeah. Right. So because when you reach a point of anger, you're starting to lose it. Right. And, yeah. and, and so it, it becomes, it, it becomes a point to where like, um, um, our righteous, what we think is righteous anger can become self-righteous anger. Mm. Right. It almost becomes, you know, like for different reasons, like, like I said, you might start liking you know, whipping yeah. the guys out of church, or you might like the attention that it brings. Like, oh, you start, wow. yeah, you start puffing yourself. You're, up, yeah, man, look you're better than I'm better yeah. than them, yeah. and so yeah. it becomes self righteous. Yeah. And and I think that no one, we can't do that. And you know, the Psalms sixteen thirty two says that be uh, better as a patient person than a warrior, uh, one with self control, and the one who takes us than the one who takes a city. Um, so I think we all need to check our our anger. And I think that's where his intentions were good, but I think it got corruptible. Right. So then he, you know, he, he was willing to take Ned prisoner. He was going to pretty much kill Ned because Ned was kind of in the way. And, and then let's get to the, the most weird thing. And when I, when I kind of solidifies to me, like, Oh, Nemo's Nemo's the villain. Okay. What? It's when he's dying at the end. Yeah. And all his cult like people yeah, were like, we're going to die too. All, yeah. That's and like, funny. and he's going to kill the professor and like, we're all going to go down with the ship. Yeah. Instead of like letting him go or yeah. gi- giving anybody the choice to, to go. And yeah. I think, whereas I think that's Nemo's tragic story is that what started as a righteous anger eventually does become self righteous. Yeah, he and I think that's this, this kind of cult leader kind of yeah. 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 So aside, uh, aside from that, he's still cool. <laughs> oh no, he's still cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even the way he talks, that uh, there's like a. Like this is the way he talks. Yeah, there's like a not almost. He almost sounds like Vincent Price a little bit. Yeah. 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 Just like a. I don't know. I don't know if I can copy his talk, but. Yeah, so that's the the kind of the bigger theme, and I think we all need to. I mean, we're all going to get angry, and there's nothing good that ever comes out of our anger unless it's positive change, I guess. But 
Okay, even so, though we, okay, we're so always... you would have to like you'd have to like target the ship. Like you guys are going down. Everybody off the boat. Yeah. Get everybody off the boat. And then you can ram them, right? Would that be okay? Well, I think taking out but then too, like he's taking out these slave ships. How many innocent slaves are on that ship? No, that's not they have they'll have to get off. Yeah. Because he's he's because his his thing is trying to stop the seeds of war. He's trying to stop the system, right? The whole system of of the broken humanity. Yeah. And with that, again, all, like yeah. a villain, there's innocent people that are going to die with this. Yeah. Well, like yeah. with any revolution, innocent people are going to die. Yeah. So so he sees the bigger picture. I'm just trying to think of how you know, like Thanos. Just saying. <laughs> Not that you know who Thanos is. I don't know who Thanos is, but I'm sure our audience does. So is that is that a is that a Marvel? It's movie a Marvel thing. character. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, we can agree that Nemo is the original Thanos. Let's move on. I can't agree with that. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> all right. Well. All right. all right. Look at this is your favorite movie. Uh, yeah. This is a movie that I think everyone should see, and I liked it. So. Let's get into this very unfair trivia battle war because I don't think I have a chance. I don't know. I mean, you already mentioned a couple of things that I didn't know. So, so, all right. And mine are probably. I feel here we go. So I feel like I have the unfair advantage. So I'd like to go first if that's okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Well, you already took one question away from me, but uh, can you name the ship? That was sunk in the beginning. It was the ship that the Nautilus took out. The very beginning. In the very beginning. Yeah. No. Oh wow. No. I'm trying to think. No, I don't. I don't okay. That ship. It was the Golden Arrow. Oh yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Did they say it? They do. They it's in the it? very beginning when they're they're in San Francisco and they're like the crowds getting around and that yeah. that guy's like. I knew someone who was on that ship, the Golden Arrow. Golden Arrow. And he's here to tell you the story. I saw the creature. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, look at that. Look at that. I'm on the board. All right. You're up. So I can't do this one because we talked about the saute of unborn octopus. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my questions, too. So that's out. Ned Land and Peter Laurie. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say his name because I can't remember what his name is because they never say his name in the movie i think one yeah one i don't think they do either they're in the map room right they're trying to find out where nemo's secret base is mm-hmm. as morella comes in barking and whooping it up mm-hmm. ned tries to find something to give her to, to to shut her up keep her quiet what does he give her he finds something in nemo's a cigar dang Whoa, oh yeah all right the seaweed shit cigar the seaweed cigar yeah yeah that was too easy. I, you know what's funny? I remember watching that scene, and it stuck out to me because I'm like, it just it didn't dawn on me at the time when I was watching it. But I thought it was so weird. Like, why would a seal eat a cigar? Until because it's seaweed. Yeah, yeah. So it so it just, that just happened to stick out with me. Yeah, stick out to me. Yeah. Oh. All, All right, right, here we go. Give me another one. All right, now this this is this was my hard one, but you'll probably figure it out. All right, so in the beginning, or not in the beginning, but when Ned, the professor, and the apprentice, Peter Laurie, uh, when they take off on the ship, 
in the first warship that they're going out to look for the monster. Mm-hmm. There's they're having a meeting in in the captain's cabin, and uh, there's a picture of a president hanging on the wall. Which, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Sorry, I should have right. jumped in there. No, yeah. that's fine. All right, what's your next one? How many more do I get? Well, we do typically three. Yeah. But I I can't, I don't have another question because I know you know the answer because you said it during this thing. So. Oh, okay. I, I, well, okay. I've got I two. Do I've have got a question. one that's really, okay. one that's probably really hard and you probably don't know. And it's right. not in the movie. It's more just general trivia. All right. I got a general trivia one. So why don't you give me one general trivia one? Okay. Okay. So obviously the, the Nautilus was, you know, a set, movie set, do mm-hmm. you, right? And all everything in that set's long been destroyed. However, the pipe organ that Nemo plays still exists mm. and is still on display where you can see it. Everything else is gone, but that organ is still on display and is being used. Okay. Where is it? Okay, so before I answer this question, part of me was when I was Kyle I was really looking at that scene I was looking at that organ a lot of it looked like it was painted but I guess it really is a real organ <laughs> well I, I don't know that I don't okay. know for sure all right uh I mean there's only one organ I know of that you know it might possibly be Pirates of the Caribbean ride you're close oh man you're close okay but no all right you want to take another guess? Because it's it's you you mean you're you're halfway there, more than halfway there. It's not in the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's somewhere else. But it's at Disneyland. It's at Disneyland. So if I just said Disneyland, yeah. But what what attraction? <laughs> what attraction? Okay, so then the second place I would guess would be Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. The pipes okay. are different, but the but the organ, but the actually organ the is same, the same one. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Because they you because after the film they had a, a display at Disneyland with all the interior sets that you could walk through. Oh, neat! Yeah, so they had a full on twenty thousand. Did you do that? that? No, that was before my time. Oh, okay. And everything you know, it was everything was built as movie sets, props. So they started falling apart. Right. Nothing. They had less. the squid. They had the squid in there too. No way. Started like rot. the squid. The squid. Yeah, oh. and started rotting and. But the only thing they saved was that organ. And, huh. and, well, there might be something, but I, that what people know is that the organ is got moved to the haunted wow, mansion. That's cool. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. All right, well, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Well, I do have one more one last question. Okay. Um. Okay, so you know what the specimen was that Ned drank, right? Because you said it. The Flabulina like, Oculina. Yeah. That's my Peter Lorre voice. Yeah. yeah. Fabulina Oculina. Fabulina yeah, Oculina. Um, it's priceless. Basted in barnacles <laughs> with sea squid dressing. Sea squid dressing, yeah. They're preserves made from the sea cucumber, <laughs> which is dumb because it's, it makes it sound like it's a vegetable, right? It's, yeah, no, it's no, a creature. It's a creature, yeah. Um. All right, so what is a Fabulina Oculina? Oh, what is it? Yeah. It's a fish. No. No, it's not a fish. Squid. No. It's some kind of sea creature. Yes. <laughs> How can it not be a fish or a squid? An eel. It's a sea. It's a, a sea slug. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's why it went down easy. Yeah. 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 
All right. Poor little fella. The Flabulina Aquilina. Sea slug, huh? All right, you got the last question. Okay. Ned Land, he plays his, his sea chanty on the on the ship, but then in, he loses his guitar, right? Because ship goes down. I think he took his guitar and smashed somebody in the head with it, He right? did, in that fight, the epic fight at the end. Yeah. The two tough guys, yeah. Yeah. So while he's on the submarine, he needs a new guitar, so he crafts himself a new guitar. Oh. It's too easy, right? Yeah. yeah. What does he make it out of? He makes his guitar out of what? Um. Now, if I get this right, I win. You understand this? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, you win. Um. Okay. Well, now I'm actually starting to draw a blank. Is it two made out of two things, or is it one thing? Let's just say the main body of the, the main. Guitar. It's a turtle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a turtle. But then, what's the the neck? I don't know. Human? It almost looks like a some kind <laughs> it's of like spi- a spine. Like a spine. <laughs> Yeah, turtle like, bone is it? Maybe you straighten out the turtle yeah, bone. No, nah, no, I don't know if that's no, cause, no, because there's thing. spines in the shell. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, let's go with human. Okay, this is a human spine yeah. with the turtle shell. Yeah, and uh, wow, look at that! I won. You won. Ah, man, my questions were too easy. Yeah, uh, they were. Uh, all right. Well, what are your let's let's rank these in final thoughts. You know, what? it's your favorite. I'll go first. You go first. So my final thoughts is this is a wonderful movie. Fantastic from beginning to end. Um, and I can look back at this and think like, wow, I don't know if it would hold my I knew it didn't hold my attention as a kid so much. Um, other than like the cool scenes. Uh but man, like I, it held my kids' attention. And so um, I can appreciate that a little bit more. I really appreciate this movie as an adult. Um, but I really liked how my kids were into it. So I'm going to give it, it's, you know, it's not my favorite movie. Um, definitely a movie that you got to see. But I'm going to give this an 8.2. Ooh, an 8.2. An 8.2. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, visually just stunning. From the you know, the cinematography, the production design. I mean, you can't beat that kind of an all-star cast. I mean, these guys were Hollywood icons. James Mason and Peter Lorre and Kirk Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great film. Great film. You got to see it. You got to see it. And then, of course, you know it's that's the hardware. It's the sci. It's the sci-fi. It's the Victorian sci-fi steampunk kind of stuff, which is super cool. Um, but I I rated this at a nine point six. Nine point six. Okay. Six. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think you were gonna go below a nine point five with this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I know this is this is your movie. Yeah. But. Uh, so. Yeah. You talked about how like I don't own this movie. Yeah. Um, you have it on DVD. Yeah. Um, this is a great. I, this is a great set. I mean, there's hours and hours of behind the scenes stuff on it. Yeah. Like really good stuff. So in our closing thoughts, I got you know well, one. If this movie ever comes out on Blu-ray, I watched this on Disney Plus. Yeah. And that so there that's high, very high definition and it looked it looked great and that's one thing I love about 4K movies like older 4K movies. They really do a good job making, while keeping the grain of a film, mm-hmm. they do a really good job by, by making it look 
almost as if this was filmed today, like the way they bring out the colors and the you know definition in people. So I can tell you one thing when this comes out on 4k and it probably eventually will, I, I, I would get this and it definitely will go in my collection. Um, but my question to you is it's a good story. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Why hasn't Disney remade this thing? It, to me, I think it'd be a no-brainer. Yeah, I know. There, there have been other versions out there, and they're just not... But not the Disney version. No. Yeah. I I, I mean, I, I think the way these characters, like like Nemo, because I know there are other stories with Nemo. Yeah. Right? Like So Nemo is like a, a character, a hero. Yeah. Ned's a character, a hero. Uh, the Professor, he was the one character that, like, eh, it was okay. Um, Peter Lorre's character was great. Like, this could be a thing like more adventures more stories more nautilus i'm just surprised that that this isn't something disney hasn't cashed in on so yeah um i mean it was a big deal at the time yeah they had their the 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 submarine attraction at walt disney world was the nautilus i mean they had that for years i don't know i don't know something to think about i don't know disney Get on it. I know Disney watches mm. our show, but yeah, I know. But they, they're yeah. just, they, they'd mess, they'd mess it they up. They would mess, they'd mess it up. It would not be they the same. They would really mess it up. It wouldn't, but their track record of, of remakes is it would not be cool. good. Yeah. It's not good. Give it to the, the yeah, the yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean team. All right. Well, All right. this is great. This is fun. Uh, another great movie in the list. Now, if we go back and we look at all our movies that we've done so far that we've talked about, is this is this number one for you? So versus Goonies, Stand By Me, Return of the Jedi, Nacho Libre. Yeah, no, this is not. This uh, is number this, one. This is number one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys for checking us out. Again, please consider giving us a like and a subscription. Subscribe. Uh, That would help us out a lot. So thank you and uh, 